Welcome, everybody, to He's Not Done Yet. We're so thankful that uh, you're able to tune in today. We're honored, uh, so delighted that you are uh, tuning in today, and we're excited. You know, He's Not Done Yet is a radio ministry um, that uh, goes out every Sunday between 10 and 11 uh, on Sunday morning on Victory Radio Station. We also put it out on YouTube uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, and all the platforms there, and feel free to tune in to any of those. And we'd also like to invite you to uh, the First Pentecostal Church. We have church on Sunday morning uh, at ten thirty, and back at seven on seven p.m. on Sunday, and then as well as our midweek services on Tuesday. Uh, at 7 p.m., and that's at 1401 Calvary Road, right here in beautiful North Little Rock, Arkansas. Well, I, I'm so excited today. We're, we're back at our, at our uh, studio right here on Kill Avenue in Sherwood, the He's Not Done Yet studio, and, you know, we've been displaced because of the uh, tornado, and, uh, but we're so excited to be back today, and I just want to tell you that Jesus loves you. And he wants, he wants you to come to repentance. I can tell you that. And uh, he's been so good to me. Well, today's scripture comes from Proverbs 27 and 17. Iron sharpeth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Hallelujah. Well, let's go ahead and pray. Lord, we love you. We praise you today, God. We just pray today that this would fall on good ground, Lord, and we honor you. We thank you so we thank you so much, Lord, that you would love us the way you love us, God. I just want to thank you for it. And God, I pray that this again would fall on good ground and we love you in Jesus' name.
tonight. Choir, you're gonna help us with something? We're gonna count to three. When we count to three, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to scream your name. Your name on three. One, two, three. Nothing happened. See, there's no power in your name. There's no power in my name, church. But at the mention of his name, see, you tap into the Alpha, the Omega, the in the beginning, the let that be light. At the mention of his name, you tap into Jehovah Jireh. You tap into Jehovah Nisi. You tap into El Shaddai. I wonder if you could just do us a favor. We're going to do it again. This time, I want you to speak the name, the only name by which all men can be saved. One, two, three, say.
fill in the blank what the problem may be. All you gotta do is speak that name. I call Jesus. I call Jesus. Today uh, is a very special day. I'm really, really excited about today. It's uh, I have a really close friend of mine here today. Uh, he is uh, he is one of my heroes. Somebody I, I love. I respect him. I mean, he's in the ministry. Um, he loves the Lord, and I admire uh, the way that he got here and how he. Um, you know, reminds me of Peter when he stepped out of that boat, you know, and, um, you know, he, he stepped out and, um, on faith and, um, he showed up here kind of like I showed up here. And, uh, and this is my, my brother, Scotty Ryan Shemetabek, I think is the way you say it. And, uh, but, uh, love him dearly. Um, I'm telling you, I, I, I've been so excited about this uh, today, about having him on, and I hope, uh, of course, uh, Brother Scotty, we just want you to obey the Holy Ghost, and uh, we're glad you're here, uh, but Brother, welcome to He's Not Done Yet. Amen. Thank you so much, Brother McDougall. It's truly an honor. I've been 
waiting for this day since you showed me and I seen the, the vision and oh, it's uh, thank you, certainly an honor to be here and I just want to go right into what the Lord put on my heart to share today. I found out a few weeks back that you were going to have me on here and I just prayed and right away the Lord just spoke to testify of the Asbury revival, you know, and uh, so I'll go into a little bit of my testimony. So I grew up and I had never been to church other than on holiday holidays and, um, you know, really just kind of found my own path, which for me was just smoking marijuana and taking LSD and stuff like that, more of a... Uh, you would call it like the new age approach of, of finding myself. And long story short, from 18 to 21 was just a hard time for me of, of selling drugs, taking acid all the time, and eventually it just led me to being in my home and, and depressed and really didn't want to be here no more. You know, really just giving up on life and th felt like I tried different paths but it was all just leading to nothing and then uh you know that's when I started to really wonder if there was something more if there was a God I knew that I needed him and that's when I started to ask different friends and uh that I'd gone to school with that were missionaries or had done other things for for God what they believed and who he was and just genuinely just that heart to find him and had to have been only two weeks after that I was in my closet at my parents' house, uh, you know, just searching through, honestly trying to find stuff just to, to pay off my drug dealer. You know, I owed him some money and it was just a, you know, I was kind of in a frenzy and uh, I pulled away a, a calculator book. I can't remember what it was, but right when I pulled it away, I just seen the Holy Bible. And when I looked at that Bible was the first time I felt the Holy Ghost and God's presence, and I knew that he was speaking to me, that that was his word, and that's what I ought to do, and that's who he is. And so for me, I, I knew a, a few of what, a few words in that book and knew that I had to change big time. And so I started to read here and there and ask people other things, but it was very hard for me to, to really understand, and I'd been meeting with some Mormons for a while and was going to become a Mormon, and then two days before I decided not to get baptized that way and then went back to searching and then somebody uh, did share um, some truth with me about the gospel and what I had to do uh, and to be, you know, to repent and to be baptized and get filled with the Holy Ghost. And so I heard that, I received it, I knew it was true and it took me, uh, after that it honestly took me about six months to get to that place of genuinely being ready. And I was ready, and I'd, uh, this was about two years ago in February 2021, and I'd gotten baptized. And just a few days after that, I received the Holy Ghost and, uh, you know, speaking in tongues, and that's when everything changed, and, and chains were broken, the drug addiction, anxiety, all that was gone. And then from there, I was going church to church trying to find. Uh, the right fit for me and it just felt like no matter where I'd went uh, it just wasn't where God wanted me so it was really a hard thing for me but then I did find a church in Crystal Lake Illinois I'd been going there for almost a year and a half and then uh, 
you know, it was a it was a good church. I was going there, had a lot of friends, and I remember when I first got the Holy Ghost, I was a very, very uh, bold witness. I would go out and just tell everyone about Jesus, and that had kind of died down in me. But uh, I don't know what it was. One night, it got into me. You know, I knew I was doing Uber Eats the next day, and I said, I'm just going to start telling people about Jesus. Again, I didn't know what I was going to say, uh, but I just started doing it, and the Lord was leading me. And not but two days after that, I'd kept looking on Instagram and I'd seen all these posts about the Asbury Revival and the Lord was just telling me, you need to go, you need to go. I think it was five different times in one day where God was telling me I had to go. And I was like, okay, this seems impossible. It's eight hours away. But I told my buddy when I got home and he said, hey, let's go after church. So we got in my car and we went. And uh, right when we were pulling up, all the signs are saying, turn back, uh, max capacity and all this. And I said, brother... We came here from Chicago. We done drove eight hours. I ain't, I ain't going home. And we kept going, and uh, cars you, just lined the streets. And uh, we just, the presence of the Holy Ghost, oh, it was so powerful. I, I've never experienced anything like that just out, you know, other than like in church. And when we got there, there was just lines and lines of people, and we waited to get into the chapel. And we got in the chapel, and it was wonderful, powerful presence of the Lord, and everyone praying, and I was just weeping, and it was awesome. And then uh, we got up early the next day, and we waited in line for, the wait was from, we got there at 8 in the morning, they weren't open the chapel till 1, and I was just, met some friends there, you know, made some friends there, and they said, man, we ain't waiting in this line. Like, I had some buddies that were saving our spot, and, and the people behind us and in front of us didn't care if we came and went. So we started going out, and uh, there was people worshiping in the field, so we started worship with them. And uh, we were just going down the line preaching, and everyone was so excited. You just say the name Jesus, and people were shouting, and, you know, we're sharing scriptures and all these things that I had never done before. But, you know, it was a time where God was just having the people's hearts be soft and ready for the word and it was exciting you know I was really growing and being bold for Jesus and just telling everyone like hey we can all do this and even testifying of how much the Lord had grown me in such a short time to just be a witness for him and uh, I was just sharing the word and then we went into the chapel we were praising God and my buddies I knew they needed to be home that next day and we or, or actually later that day and we uh, I'd been the one that drove and I said you know, I told them earlier in the day, I, you know, I think I might stay, maybe not. And I was going back and forth, but I said, brothers, I have to stay. I don't know why, but I know God's telling me that I have to stay. And so I gave them my keys and all I literally had was my backpack. And uh, that was it. I had my backpack and a little bit, some pocket change, nothing much. <laughs> I just said, Lord, you're going to have to do it because, <laughs> you know, I don't know what's going to happen. And so after that, I grabbed my Bible and just was going down the line. I was sharing Matthew 10 about how we will be brought before sin, uh, before the princes and rulers and kings and flogged in the synagogues, but not to worry about what to say in that day or that hour, for it will not be us speaking, but the spirit of our Father speaking through us. And I was just encouraging everyone, and everyone's clapping, and I just going down the lines, I'm like, this is awesome. Like Everyone's so excited. And then again, there was that group of people worshiping, in the center of the field, and I walked on over, and uh, I saw a preacher, Brother Fish, who I will never forget, and um, he was just preaching and sharing, and uh, right when I got up, he, you know, the, the first thing I heard was he said, 
you have never received the Holy Ghost and you want to right now just raise your hands in the air and there had to be around 100 to 150 people in that group and they they all raised their hand and and he prays and he just says you know leads them through repentance and just receive ye the Holy Ghost and he's just throwing his hands and praying and I'm just seeing people just being filled with the Holy Ghost left and right I'm talking 10 20 at once and I just was shocked. I'd never seen a mass outpouring of the Holy Ghost like that. I'd seen individuals get prayed through to the Holy Ghost, but never an outpouring like that. And I just started running around and laying hands, and people were just left and right, just receiving the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And it was incredible. And after we'd gotten done, you know, maybe 10 or 15 minutes of praying, I ran up to Brother Fish and I said, Brother, who are you? Like, what is your name? I. I need to know what just happened. And he started sharing who he was and, and um, you know, what had happened. And then I was just going with him the rest of that night. And he continued to preach and to share. And I realized as I was listening and as he was coming to me and sharing things to me, uh, specific scriptures, that there was just more uh, to this than I'd realized. And, and the first scripture that I want to share that he was sharing with me is Acts chapter 19, starting in one. And it says, And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus. And finding certain disciples, he said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. And so previously I'd believed and been taught that just me saying I believe in Jesus means, you know, whoever has the Holy Ghost. But actually he was saying, no, this is the real Holy Ghost is you're speaking in tongues. It says it right here just because they believed they had not received. And I was like, man, that's different. And then he went to John 3, 5 that, you know, we must be born again of the water and of the spirit to enter the kingdom of heaven. And uh, just explaining that that is literal, you know, and being born of the spirit is being filled with the Holy Ghost. And then the baptism being born of the water. And then he, co he continued to show me multiple scriptures about baptism in Jesus' name. And, you know, I'd been baptized before, but I can't remember how. And I hadn't understood the importance of, of that name, of the name of Jesus. Because I'd seen people, you know, baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, or baptized in the name of Jesus. But he was saying, you know, the name of the Father, the name of the Son, the name of the Holy Ghost, it's Jesus. You know, my name is Scotty, but I am a brother, I am a friend, I am a son, but th that's not my name. And he was just sharing these things with me, and I was like, man, I looked at him, and I said, brother, so you're telling me if I'm not baptized this way, you know, that it's not correct? And he just said, I'm just showing you what the Bible says. And right when he said that is when it just hit me, and, and I had the, the, the revelation myself, and I said, brother, I, I need to get baptized tonight. And so he said, all right, we're going to do it. And uh, he called the hotel, got it all set up. And and uh, we continued to pray people through to the Holy Ghost. Probably, I'd say, 50 to 75 people that night received the gift of the Holy Ghost. And then uh, 
I had a friend who I'd met there bring me to that hotel, and uh, it's it was the Marriott or something in, in Lexington, and Brother Fish baptized me in the name of Jesus, and I came up out of that water, and uh, you know I knew something was going to be different, and backtracking a bit, when I'd met Brother Fish, I said, Brother, can you please pray for me? And he prayed for me, and right before uh, you know he got to praying, he just looked me square in the eye, and he said, Brother, everything that you know is about to change. And I had no idea what he was saying, but I felt it to be true in the Holy Ghost. And it was true. Because after that day and after I got baptized that day, nothing was the same. And so I got baptized that night and went to sleep. And I woke up early that morning and I'd been videotaping everything. And my social media had just popped off and, you know, hundreds of followers. I think the video had like 40,000 views overnight of Brother Fish preaching and praying people through to the Holy Ghost. And I just took my Bible and I put a couple bookmarks in there. And one was at Acts 19, which I shared just earlier with y'all. And then uh, in Acts chapter 2, and I just said, you know, Brother Fish had to go home that, that next morning. So we said our goodbyes. And he said, what you going to do today? I said, I'm going back to that college and I'm going to share the message. And right away we got there and there was a, a youth pastor there that was just out in the field, just rallying up everyone, getting them all fired up. And uh, he just says, come on, Scotty. Come on, bro. I know you got something to say. And I, the Lord just opened the door for me. And so I step out there. I got my Bible. I'm fumbling. I'm nervous. I didn't really know uh, what to do other than exactly what Brother Fish had done. And I just start sharing the scriptures with them, you know, the Acts 19 first. And then I go to Acts chapter 2, and I literally have bookmarks in my bible because that's how how new it was and you know this is the exact the exact bookmark it's just a post-it note and so i just started going back to the scriptures and i went to acts 2 uh 4 through through 7 and starting in 4 it says and being assembled together with them commanded them that they should not depart from Jer jerusalem but wait for the promise of the father which saith he Ye have heard of me, for John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. And they therefore were come together. They asked of him, saying, Wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times of the seasons which your father hath put in his own power, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria." into the uttermost part of the earth. And I was just explaining there that Jesus is saying he came to baptize with the Holy Ghost. And then in Acts chapter 2, uh, starting in verse 1, is what I would share also. And it said, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And so right here, just explaining to the people that this is the fulfillment of what Jesus talked about and that the Holy Ghost was poured out and all were filled and were all speaking in tongues. And then the final scripture that I shared was Acts 2.38, which is our response to the gospel and to the 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 um, sacrifice of Jesus. It says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, 
every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And I shared this with everyone and, and just gave them the Bible study right there. And I said, we're going to pray. I'm going to lead us all through repentance. And that repentance is not saying I'm sorry, but saying, God, forgive me. I truly want to live for you. I'm walking this way towards sin and death, but I want to walk this way towards you, towards following your word. And I led them through repentance. And I just stepped out on faith after this because I, I really you know, was just um, very just unsure, but I know what I'd seen the day before, and I said, I'm going to pray, and right now I'm believing that people are going to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And so there would probably been a group about 20, 30 people, and uh, we all raised our hands, and I prayed, and sure enough, just as I'd seen the day before, God just, he just poured out his Holy Ghost, and I'd just see people begin to be filled instantly without even hands being laid on them and just speaking in tongues, and then I just started going through the crowd, and praying for people and we're all just crying and it was just such a powerful move of God and I I knew in that moment that this was a message that everyone needed to hear and that this was the time to do it and so for that next whole day you know these young ladies had coordinated to do worship and play music and they they would go and get together and uh, just get a crowd going and then we coordinate and they said all right Scotty come on and I would preach the same message and sure enough I'd say at least uh, four or five times that day I was able to preach. You know, God just continued to open the door, and he was just pouring out his Holy Ghost. And people ask, you know, how many people had received the baptism of the Holy Ghost? I, I can't say. I hadn't seen everyone. But I, if I had to estimate, I would say anywhere from 75 to 100 people received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And then, um, you know, went home that day. Actually, somebody had gotten me a hotel room that day. Uh, so I was still there in, in Kentucky. I hadn't gone home. And uh, I was just shocked at what God had done and knew I had to go back the next day. And that's what I did. And that next day I uh, preached the same message and I met some high schoolers and just really uh, just shared my testimony and just just pleading them to just follow the Lord and not to go. I think they were only 14 or 15 years old and just telling them, you know, don't go the way that, the world is telling you and it was just incredible to see me just stepping out there and God was giving me all the words I'd never preached before I'd never I didn't even know half of what I was saying it was just all obeying the Holy Ghost and uh you know and then I got into that Acts 238 message that I just shared and sure enough the Holy Ghost fell on them and uh there were so many young people you know maybe 10 15 high schoolers just filled with the Holy Ghost and then Unfortunately, uh, you know, the things were coming to a close. They had to get back to school and whatnot. So the staff kind of shut things down. They told me I was no longer able to preach uh, how I wanted to. And so I knew uh, that they kind of had brought the revival to an end. And um, I never wanted to go home, but I knew it was time. And so I went back home and I shared, you know, what the Lord had shown me uh, with my friends and with my old church and um you know, they didn't really understand it, but I knew I'd done my part, you know, and just like in Ezekiel 2, God commands Ezekiel, just go and share my words, and it's not about whether they receive it or not, just be faithful, and so that's what I did, and, uh, you know, I knew I had to share, but I also knew I had to find a new place, a new church that God was calling me to somewhere else, just as Brother Fish had prophesied to me, 
And uh, so what I'd end up doing is I got my stuff from my buddy's house who I was living with and just basically uprooted my whole life, moved back in with my parents and uh, was just trying to find a church out in Chicago and visited many different churches. I was going to a church in Michigan, uh, all apostolic churches now, and I had planned to move to Michigan. And actually on my way home uh, from Michigan to get my stuff, my 2010 Honda Civic hydroplane on the highway, and I flipped into a ditch, totaled the car, glasses, phone, wallet, everything flew out of my pockets, and I basically crawled out of the window, you know, and, and was just, by the grace of God, not a hair on my body or anything was was hurt or damaged, and um, had my dad come pick me up, you know, the ambulance police, everyone came, and I got back home, and I was just really praying, okay, Lord, I don't have much options now, you know, I don't have a car, I felt, uh, you know, didn't really know what to think, but I'd continue to search, and all the while, uh, shortly after uh, I'd gotten home, a young lady named Rachel had reached out to me on Instagram, and we were just talking back and forth here and there, just DMing, just, uh, you know, she was kind of sharing her testimony and how she'd been in church and whatnot, and uh, we were just becoming friends, and then she planned a trip to Michigan with her mom already, and they always loved to stop in Chicago. So her and her mom were coming to Chicago, and they knew a buddy of mine, Eli, and so we all ended up getting together and hanging out. And um, they were just telling me about First Pentecostal Church and just what they believed and certain things that the church taught them, and I really could tell that they were very on fire for God and that they had... Uh, just a, a different demeanor. They were very sold out for Jesus. And I was, that's what I was looking for. I knew I needed to find a good church and, you know, started to really like Rachel as well. And so we got to spend a few days in Chicago together. And then they went back home uh, after the trip to Michigan. They went back home to, to, uh, to Arkansas. And all the while I stayed in touch with Rachel and just began praying and really after a few days God spoke to me to come to FPC and so I just came I had no money y'all know my car was gone obviously no job I got an Airbnb and it was a it was I was roughing it to say the least and came and that first got here on a Saturday next next service was Easter Sunday and five minutes in God spoke to me and told me this is where you're supposed to be so he brought me all the way from Kentucky back to Chicago, now to Arkansas. And so my life was just changing like crazy. And I was so thankful that I finally found a church. You know, and next was just uh, figuring life out. And Rachel and I started dating, so that was great. But now I needed a job. And I'd met my friend, my brother here, Brother McDougal, one service. And I really enjoy talking with him and heard good things about you, you know, at the church and really felt uh, just the, the need to, to ask you if I, there's a way I could work for you. I liked what you're doing. I wanted to go into sales. And I remember that Sunday, I'd ask you maybe a Friday or Saturday, you took me out that Sunday. We sat down, had an awesome dinner and basically told me I can, I can get the job. And that next Monday, I think is when I came in and sat down and got it all going and since then you know it's been really a blessing you've really helped me to get on my feet and to teach me 
uh, what it means to really be successful financially, but also spiritually. I see what God has done here is not just giving me a great opportunity with work, but really you're a spiritual father to me. You've guided me this whole way because I came here only knowing Rachel and her mom, and it's been such a, a blessing to have you, and then also just learning more about sales and how you run a business and stuff like that. You know, you helped me even get my first car. You know, now I got a 2023 RAV4, and it's just been amazing to see the blessings that God has poured out. And my encouragement to, to everyone listening and watching is to just obey God. And if you're thinking or on the fence about whether it's worth it or not to give your life to Him, it, it's truly worth it. Once I fully was sold out is when I really received everything that He had for me. And it's, it's through that simple Acts 2.38 message to start with repentance truly having a desire to just live for him, being baptized in his name, you know, in the name of Jesus and water for the remission of your sins so your sins can be washed clean from you and then receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, being born of the water and the Spirit. And I promise y'all that everything can change once you make that decision. And so going back to just my life now, you know, continuing to work, continuing to just go to church here at FPC, and I've been able to, you know, lead others, maybe five or six others, to being baptized and being filled with the Holy Ghost right here at the church. And it's just been wonderful to see God pouring out His Spirit everywhere that I go, just simply by sharing the Word of God, not overcomplicating things, not creating a new message, just sharing what's been here for, for years and years and years. And not only that, but uh, to top everything off and make just the whole story, <laughs> I got engaged to Rachel two weeks ago. Woo! Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So that was completely unexpected, but God, uh, you know, really used her to help me be grounded and to, to slow down, but really be rooted and establish my life and not be just running around aimlessly but to really you know want to to do uh, ministry properly you know to have things in order to have a, a good job to have a good car to really just be able to provide and and now we've got the the wedding date is November 4th so be getting married soon too so all these things are just amazing blessings I can't believe everything that's happened and even just being here now on the show it's just uh, amazing what God has done in such a short amount of time and looking back it feels like it's been so long because uh, so much has happened but truly it's just been as I surrendered and just said God whatever you want me to do is what I'll do he's done it and it's been far greater than I could have ever imagined I could have never written this or figured this out on my own, you know, and so it's truly amazing, and that's really, in short, my testimony of just the last uh, few years and really the last uh, five, six months of my life, and so it's just been an honor and just such an awesome time to be here to, to be on air and to share this, so thanks so much, brother. Oh, brother Scotty, thank you so much for that. Weren't y'all blessed? Wasn't you blessed? You know, and so many people that are listening to this, you know, um, you've been 
you've been uh, right there on the front row seat to even see it all, and it's just a, um, it's just been amazing, brother. I'm just so thankful. I cannot tell you, brother Scotty Ryan, how thankful you decided to come to the First Pentecostal Church. I, I'm telling you, I, I, I am. Uh, Truly honored to be one of your friends, and I, I'm so thankful you're here. And we're going to hear from our pastor, and he's going to sing a song, and it's called Worth. Hallelujah. You thought I was worth saving, so you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping, so you up inside you thought I was to die for so you sacrificed your life so I could be free I could be whole I could tell everyone I know oh yes
sacrifice 